Okay. Um, you can definitely hear that in the background. I don't. Lauren has to fucking cut this dog's nails on the hardwood. It is just clippy cloppy like a fucking Clydesdale on fucking cobblestone. Um, I got into it with a fatty today. I know we like we like to hear about that. So we all know how much I hate fucking fuck fucks who have this. Oh, right now I have a truly original lemonade. So that's too that yum. And then I'm gonna have a whiskey after this. I was at Bangers. I think I'm up to 120 beers. I've tried there. I should start posting on Instagram. But I don't. So. If you are under that bed, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Luna, no! Fucking dog. Alright, I got her a toy, so you're gonna hear her eating that the whole fucking episode. But... This bitch does what she wants. What can I say? Um, so yeah, we all know when I'm on my way to work, I got my headphones in. I hate the fucking people asking me for money and signatures and to care about their fucking issues. Uh, and I'm not just talking about the homeless. I'm talking about the people who wear the bibs. I don't understand the bib. I get that it's cheaper because they could just hand it off to the next piece of shit that's coming a beg for money. Which, where are their parents? Like, I think that's what I tell my parents. They're like, oh, you're a fucking piece of shit selling pizza and doing stand-up comedy. I'm like, well, at least I get my own t-shirt and hat to wear. I get my own uniform. I don't get a bib and have to go beg like a piece of shit addicted to fentanyl saying, please give me money. I need to buy more fentanyl as they're dancing to fucking reggae or some bullshit. And Jesus Christ, she sounds like an alligator. Um, so where, and then they have to pass off their bib because their fucking company can't afford a bib for them and a bib for the next person. And I think they only come in extra large cause this fat fucking whore begging me for monies and signatures for climate change it like barely covered her tits and her belly was completely out and she's like do you have a second for climate change well my headphones in you can see them sunglasses i don't want to talk to you i don't want to talk to anyone get the fuck out of my fucking face but this bitch she's everything she does is more important because she's saving the world because she gets a bib like a baby or like she's eating at a lobster restaurant which she never has do you see how much she eats? You know how much that would cost at a lobster restaurant? This 350-pound fucking cow is not getting lobster. She's on the street corner begging for signatures. She doesn't have lobster money. Okay, let's let's be a bit honest here. So she's there. She's got her outside bra bib, barely covering her titties because she's so fucking disgustingly fat. And... Oh, you care about climate change? Barely talk because her chin's so heavy. That's her big workout. It's a 20-pound chin raise. Not a chin up where you're working out your back, but a chin raise where she gets her chin off the fucking floor. I don't know how she chews her food. It must be exhausting. That 25-fucking-pound jaw, getting enough power to cut through whatever fucking six meals she's eating a day 
So anyways, I go, what, what do you, what do you know about climate change? You clearly not much. Well, what do you mean? I was like, well, fat people can't, can't be talking about protecting the earth. It's the highest her heart rate's been in years. How, how could you say that? I, I'm not fat. I'm beautiful. Yeah. Are there hostess rappers hanging out of your back pocket right now because you couldn't stand three hours on the sidewalk without eating a fucking Twinkie, you fat fucking pig? And you're you're against cl- people consuming too much? Oh, you know, we're using too much gas and eating too much food and blah, blah. You're the poster child of consumption. You're the fucking whale on Wally's spaceship that needs to be carried around by a chair through a buffet because she can't get up. That's what you are, fatty pig pig. And you're going to tell me that I have to be more concerned about consumption? The guy walking to work. I have a car. I have a car. And yeah, I drink too much. Way too much. But eating? I'm all right. What I have so far today, two eggs, it's eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock, eight o'clock at night, this is hour forward, and two eggs, all right, I'm not overeating, I overdrink, bitch, thought she was under the bed again, um, I told this girl, hey, you're using more gas when you drive, you're using more gas on an airplane, because you're so fucking fat, that causes your car to expend more every time you drive it. Not to mention all the fucking food you're eating. You're telling me not to consume. You look like you live to consume. I'm not even saying you have to go work out. I'm saying just eat less. Anyone complaining about climate change? Like Greta Thunberg, her smart ass, is, I I want to eat lunch first. Lunch! Lunch! You should be eating... Anyone should be intermittent fasting. It's you. You should get one meal a day. One, you're not going back and forth between restaurants consuming multiple times a day. Everyone bitching about climate change should look anorexic. They should all be saying, look, I barely eat. That's how much I think we shouldn't be consuming this. And still, you're an ethnocentric nationalist. You still only care about America, possibly the West, possibly the West. But you're not telling those Latino fucks down South and the, the half-spick, half-red-faced Jew savage down south that they have to do less. You're not going to India saying they have to do less. You're not telling those slanty-eyed fucks in Korea and China they have to do less. You're not complaining of Putin. You're not saying Putin and Ukraine, maybe stop escalating this war. Do less. We got to save the world. The war's not helping. The CO2's everywhere. No, you're not doing any of that. You're an ethno-nationalist. You're basically a Nazi. And you're a fat piece of shit. And that girl... She's like, stop right... I'm not done talking to you. Alright, chase me. That's what I said. I took out my headphone to tell her she's a fat fucking fuck. And that no one as fat as her should be lecturing anyone about overconsumption. And I go start walking away. I'm not done with you. 
I got, you want more? You want more of my hate and vitriol? You know that there's nothing in my soul but alcohol and anger, you fat cunt? I will down a bottle of Jameson and spit fire in your fucking face for three hours. You want more? But I had to go to work, so I said, all right, chase me. Come on, get those feet moving. If you could catch me, and I won't even run. I'll stay at this pace. If you could catch me by the next street corner, I'll stop and let you yell at me. What do you think she did? What do you think Mama Moo Moo did? Ah, she sat there. She sat there, hopefully cried. I don't know. I put my headphones back in, so I couldn't hear her. Well, Zach, isn't, I see you. I see you raising your hand in your car, your office, or wherever you're listening. Ah, ah I got questions. Zach, Zach, did, weren't you scared? You put in your headphone. What if she started chasing me? I would have felt the vibrations. I would have felt the tectonic plates of the earth shifting beneath my feet as that fucking whale chased me down the sidewalk. I would have seen cars getting into accidents running into each other because they're all staring at this fat behemoth trying to take off at a full sprint. It'd be like a scene in a movie where a statue stands up or something insane. Have you, oh, look at that. In a Godzilla movie where all the Japs, who are going to get in a car accident every, anyway. But they're all looking, oh, Godzilla, Godzilla, and then they hit the car in front of them. They're, oh, Tokyo, Kamikaze. Hiroshima. That's I, I imagine that's what they say in case of car accident. So yeah, so we got a fun fat chicken interaction. We have um, the war in Russia escalating. We have eggs at $600 a fucking egg. Apparently because it helps COVID. I don't know, I was texting that before this started. I've been been drinking heavily though so i told people to hit me up with ideas and then i was like i'm just gonna get blackout drunk what one thing i do want to talk about i love the whole live tournament i think it's hilarious i think anything to destroy golf is pretty great but don't we think the golfers who are against it are getting a little bit mouthy don't you think they're getting a little bit mouthy to the saudis huh Oh, hey, hey, Omar, how we doing? Uh, we fucking hate you for this fucking live tournament, you cunt. And then he goes, hey, hey, remember, I paid for 9-11. I, I sent my money and paid for it all. Rented out the airplanes, baby. Don't we think it's a little bit odd? I I mean just the ball your golfers golfers right also I don't understand why there's no cross pollination why aren't like football players and basketball players being like hey fuck those saudis where you where are you doing where are the fucking yankees being like 911 never forget fuck the live tournament motherfucker that's my question but I do, I do think the golfers are getting a little bit mouthy toward the Saudis, who, you know, took down two towers plus Tower 7. That was the government. Hit the Pentagon. 
And you don't think they could get to you? You think you in your Pebble Beach home? Which, I don't know if they have homes there. Oh, guessing. Your home near Augusta? It's a shithole town, but whatever. They have a cool tournament every year. You think that you are going to be the one who convinces them that they're bad. You get that, right? They're responsible for the most and biggest terrorist attacks in the world. And you're like, hey, man, you're messing up the PGA Tour, man. I was going for my six masters, and it doesn't mean as much, man. Okay. I took down thousands of Americans with a stroke of a pen and a checkbook. You think I'm paying any attention to you? And if I am, you're dead. I'll tell you this, golfers, golfers are the only athlete that, oh, he passed out at age 26 and is dead. I'm like, probably not the vaccine. Every other athlete, the vaccine got him. Vaccine got into their bloodstream, caused him a stroke and a heart attack. 100%. Golfers. I'm like, ugh. Could be the Saudis. Could be the Saudis. And I'm not saying they didn't use the vaccine. Maybe they went in for the vaccine and they used a poison that hit later. We got booster number five coming. And the Saudis are like, oh, what's your name? Brooks Kepka? Which I don't know. He might be doing live. I don't, I don't know which golfers are on which. All right, give him this special shot. Wink, wink. And then a girl with a turban over her face that almost got stoned last week. They dragged her out of the pit. She still got bruises all over her. They were about to kill her. And then this one guy goes, no, no, no. We need to send her to America. She will be very important in taking down these bitches in their funny pants. So those, those are the only people that I'm like, all right, if these young athletes die, definitely not the vaccine. Okay. Uh, I forgot where we were. Fuck it. Fuck you. Fucking don't tell me how to do my fucking job, you pieces of fucking shit. I'm, it's my fucking podcast. Um, they showed the two teams playing in the Super Bowl, and basically the whole starting team for the Eagles is was drafted. They got A.J. Brown. These are just the offenses. But A.J. Brown was traded for. And the other side, it's like 50-50. So it almost looks, almost looks like I was right. Almost looks like if you keep drafting people and then they don't cost you much, you're in a much better situation than if you way overpay one or two players or get them in a trade and charge everything. Oh my God, she has that rabbit with a squeaky toy in it. Thank God I switched to whiskey. Yeah, that's why I lost my spot. I was going to make whiskey, and then Luna kept jumping on me. So, fucking sorry, guys. Um, One of the big narratives going into the Super Bowl, too. So, these are the two things I want to look at. How much are they going to say, hey, draft. Get rid of players. You have to hit two out of three. If you get a draft in each of the first three rounds, you have to hit two out of three. For like five years, that gives you ten players. That covers one side of the ball, basically. And then you got to hit, in that five years, you got to hit maybe one or two of those um, like late-round magic picks. If you get one fourth or fifth-round pick that works out, 
you're probably pretty set because you're gonna. There are a ton of undrafted free agents. Jesus Christ, Luna, that are. I'm sorry, guys. It, I'm too drunk to deal with it. I'm not gonna yell at my dog anymore. So, I don't know. You come here and raise her. She's black. I'm not. I know not to raise black children. Okay, that's just. They don't do it. Why should I? That's why I've never understood. I've never. Under, I'm gonna adopt a black kid. What? Why? It's. They should be giving black kids away to single mothers, even though single mothers are horrible at raising kids. And we just saw the data. I'm so happy someone just came out with the data. Yeah, I said it both ways. That's for you guys, you fucking faggots. Um, I'm so happy we just decided to look at it both ways and get, like, um, ugh, and see that fathers are basically as good as a two-parent household. Fathers in two-parent households are almost as good as a mother household. Also, if you look at the data on single moms for single dads and abuse and murder of their kids, single moms are through the roof. Why? Women are fucking crazy. Crazy. So, and this is what this tells me, too. I'm not 100% sure because we haven't looked at the data about gays adopting kids because no one wants to do that because they know it's going to end up horribly for them. But if you look through it and you say, all right, let's, what do we got going on here? And you see that single dads aren't abusing and aren't killing their kids and are raising them better and keeping them out of jail and keeping them in school and all this up. And single mothers are sucking fat cock at that. Because they're going out to the clubs and bringing home random men that they're blowing in the living room while your kid's trying to watch Coco Melon. That maybe there should be at least some disparity in adoptions to lesbian parents and compared to adoptions to gay parents. I mean, that's just my simple logic that male gays should have an easier time adopting than lesbians. And I don't think either of them should be allowed to. I think we have to see the science on that very clearly. Especially with, you know, these fags fucking buying kids and adopting them and then making child porn with them and causing rape circles with them and all their gay friends and then going to drag shows and picking up, oh, does little Johnny want to come over? Oh, great, we're going to film a porn with him. Oh, where are you guys going to do? Go to the park, play video games? No, he's going to suck my balls and I'm going to tape it and sell it for money. How's that sound? What? No, no, no. Me, me and my husband are just both progressive and wanted our kid to go see a drag queen story hour, which is getting uh, protested on the Upper East Side where I used to live. So even the crazy liberals in New York are like, this is a bit much. But yeah, you, you try to be a good parent. You try to just be me and my husband, we're progressive, or yay, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, we did it. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Oh my God, we're so ha- a black ish woman in the White House as VP. That's great. We do, we're doing it. Which also, if she really wanted to make a point about women being paid less, she should have taken 75% of the pay. As, wait, it's not how she's making money. She's making money selling states. She's doing the same thing as Nancy Pelosi. She's selling influence. Same thing as Joe Biden and his whole family, but they haven't been impeached yet, which Republicans, the fuck are you doing? Every day there should be an impeachment. Well, it's going to distract from our agenda. Good. 
good, maybe you could get some liberals on board and be like, hey, this is actually what's good for America. No one's going to pay attention. We're impeaching Joe Biden for the 37th week in a row. So maybe you could pass this bill. You know, that whole bill where we're not going to have income tax or property tax. We're just going to have value-added tax. Yeah, 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 let's do that. (sighs) It's very frustrating. Anyways, you got these two good, liberal, fucking progressive parents. I know it's impossible. You can't be a good... My friend just gave birth to a son... Very progressive. My other he's a group chat. Oh, we have a boy. And then my other friend goes, oh, man, he could be quarterback of a football team or president. Look at that go-getter. And I was like, well, Harry's politics. Let's hope neither. Let's hope we don't. His helmet's going to have 30 labels on it for all the all the things he supports. Oh, climate change, inspire change. Yeah, we got climate change and inspire change on the same football helmet with BLM. Oh, climate change. Inspire change. Is change bad or good? I can't. Obama ran on change, but then hated climate change. I'm losing. My head's spinning. And then are you, are you going to change? Are you a quarterback? Are you, are you going to go play wide receiver? That would inspire change. Hey, I'm uncomfortable playing defensive line. I usually play quarterback, but this week I'm going to play defensive line to inspire change. Let's see that. Let's see Patrick Mahomes line up. And get fucking crushed every fucking play. That would inspire some change. So anyways. He goes. Oh, I finished that story. So anyway, you got the two progressive parents. They're just trying to take their kid. To a nice little progressive story hour. And have this dra- drag queen. Talk to him while wearing fake tits. Which I imagine is uncomfortable. And do they do act outs? Do they do voices? And how do they do the voices? Do the drag queens use their male voice and then change that into characters? Or do they use their male voice, change it into their drag queen character, and then change that into the character? Because that would be somewhat impressive. Being able to do an impression of someone else doing an impression, that, and have both the notes visible, that's pretty good. I'll give these drag queens some pride. Some props. Not some pride. Pride's bad. Um... Anyways, and then on top of it all, are they dancing or are they just sitting in a chair? So you, this per, like, think about if you're like a female author and you're like, I'm going to go do a reading of my kid's book and I'm a little bit frumpy and I put on minimal makeup and like, but the kid, they come for the book. The book has colorful pictures and a good story about a caterpillar who's hungry or whatever the fuck book it is. And then... You're like, ah, there's no kids here. Where are they? And then you look out across the street at the bookstore over there. And there's a drag queen doing the splits and bouncing up and down like she's on a cock. While doing a story in multiple voices about why little Timmy can decide what he is or isn't. Which, honestly, the drag queen should read Matt Walsh's whatever, I'm a walrus or whatever the fuck it is. Where the kid says he's a walrus. I mean, I think you might trick. I think you might trick kids. You got a drag queen ring of that. I think you might be able to use it to send a different message. But these these two parents are saying, oh, this is good, wholesome fun. She brought a a ball gag. 
So she puts that in her mouth to read one of the character's dialogue because the character's voice is all muffled. So they put the ball gag in, and then she's got a toy up her ass that's vibrating the whole time. And they they hand around the remote so all the dads can up and down the vibration in the drag queen's asshole as she's reading. So she goes, the three little bears that could. And then, you know, it's going on. And they're thinking, this is a good time for my son. This is what he needs to see. These are positive role models, even though they're blatantly not. But progressive parents, they're going to be very happy about it. And then two gays come up. And, oh, my, it's like winning the lottery for a progressive family. These two gay men want my son, little Jessup, or something equally gay, to come over to their house to play with their son. And, oh, what are you, what are you guys going to do? you got to play outside. You got a tree for it. You got to play video games. No, 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 no. I'm going to fuck your son's mouth and take pictures of it and sell it online. Oh, oh, that's not really what we're, well, then you're, you're bigoted. Then you're a homophobe. So do you, you, you brought him to drag queen story hour. That's okay. You get to see this girl, your son gets to see your dad get a boner from turning up the vibration in the drag queen's asshole. But him coming over to my house and me forcing him to suck my cock if he wants dinosaur chicken nuggets. That's the only way to get him. Oh, you want dinosaur chicken nuggets? You got to suck my cock. And then I take Polaroids of it. And then I upload those Polaroids because we're old school family. And I sell those online on the dark web. That if you don't want that, you're bigoted. Why are you crossing the line at Drag Queen Story Hour and not me and my gay lover double-teaming your kid. Did we go too far this episode? Text me at 1-800-YOU'RE-A-FUCKING-PSYCHOPATH. But it's the world we live in. This is very easily what's happening. I want one story to come out where Drag Queen Story Hour led to a play date that led to child porn. We can't be far. We can't be far off. So maybe I'm a monster. Maybe I'm a monster for being able to conjure this all up in my fucking head. And possibly I agree. But also, I'm no different than a documentary storyteller that's like, oh, here's my video of what's going on in the India cashew peeling where their all hands are burnt and nubby and their fingers don't grow nails anymore because the acid from the cashews has burnt them and their faces are disgusting. So you have to see that. I'm basically doing that, just audibly. I'm telling you, I'm painting a beautiful picture of how horrible these fucking people are. So you, it finally sinks in. So you can go to your friend and say, hey, listen to this 10 minutes of what's happening at Drag Queen Story Hour slash Child Sex Ring, where they can't have whipped cream because they're too irresponsible, but they think... That a drag queen story hour and a gay play date with a lot of cameras, that's responsible. Selling whipped cream is an automatic OD. Blowing a guy's balls, totally okay. As I, I'm sorry, not totally okay, as long as they get dinosaur chicken nuggets afterwards. And speaking of all this, this is all a segue. That's a technical term I learned in lit class. This is a segue into the fact that Justin Trudeau, Canada Prime Minister and uh, Dictator has lots of pictures of him with child predators who are convicted child predators, who are convicted child pornograph people. Not to mention he paid $3 million 
to hide the fact that he fucked a minor. Oh, and then on top of that, oh, if that's not enough. If that you guys all think he's a good guy because he winks and smiles. He's like Gavin Newsom. He winks at us. He's good. He has a nice haircut and he combs it every day. He's a good guy, Zach. Why don't you get that? And I'll tell you why. Because he fucked a minor. And not only did he fuck a minor, but he's changing the age of consent. In Canada, he used to have to be 18 to get your asshole penetrated. Now, 16. So thank God for that. Now you could go in a vag or an asshole at age 16. Because that's the Canada way. These are the people that were judging us for not being vaccinated. Oh, America, you sick pigs. How can you not get vaccinated for the safety of all of us? Meanwhile, they're saying that as they're fucking a 16-year-old girl. And no one cares. And now, thank God. Thank God. Because they're such good people, you can now ass-rape someone at 16. Boy, girl, zimzer, non-binary, whatever it is. You can take your little frozen Canadian winky and shove it right in their ass. And you're a good person. You're doing it for them. They wanted it. I know you're 45. But that little girl wanted a bloody asshole for the next two days at school. She always wondered if a tampon in her ass would soak up as much blood as when she's on her period. And now she gets the chance to do it. She gets to find out. And she's probably going to do this at the science fair. She's going to say, you guys will never guess this, but when I had a 45-year-old man butt-rape me last... Oh, I'm sorry, not butt-rape. Guys, I should delete it. Blur that out. Someone, producer, blur that out. I didn't mean butt-rape. I meant consensually butt-fuck a 16-year-old. Consensually butt-fuck a 16-year-old. The 45 man consensually butt-fucks a 16-year-old. Gotta keep repeating it so it sounds right. If you just keep saying it, it sounds right. It doesn't sound disgusting anymore. It sounds like a right thing to do. Speaking of, I'm going to Canada next week. I got my tickets. I even got the vaccine because it sounds like a fun place. If there's one place that needs a Disneyland or a Six Flags and 16-year-old girls asking if butt-raped everywhere, let's go. But anyways, this girl who got consensually butt-fucked is at the, the school science fair and everyone's got their fake volcanoes and their potato watches and all that shit and she's sitting there with her ass and her pussy hanging out and a tampon string hanging out of both and being like look I'm on my period and it soaked up this much blood but also I got consensually ass rammed by a 45 year old and it soaked up this much blood so yes the answer is yes tampons can be used in the ass and the pussy problem solved you're welcome and she'll probably win first place and they'll probably call the guy and give him an award too Oh, you're so brave. You're so, you're so brave fucking that 16-year-old in the ass. Good on you. And then right next to her, there'll be a guy with a tampon up his ass. Being like, I also had a 50-year-old fuck my asshole. And it, I had to soak up the blood with a tampon. A little uncomfortable sitting in class for two weeks. But after that, you get used to it. After that, it's fine. You know, it, it really saved me the embarrassment of the spotting on the back of my pants. But that's where we are as a society. We just let this stuff go. No sanctions on Canada being like, hey, 16. 16 is not a little weird. All right. Oh, and the, oh, what what do they hide it behind? You're homophobic if you don't want it. You're homophobic. Because, you know, Canada and their population of like 800,000 people. 
Yeah, probably. Let's look it up. I'm going to say $200 million. That's my over-under. Oh, fuck. I didn't even finish the Super Bowl thing. Uh, Canada population. This is why I need a producer. Popu- 37,000 million people. Wow. 10% of America. And America only has 1% gays. Do you think it's easier to be a gay? Up there where it's 20 degrees colder? So they had to change the age of consent for butt fucking. For what's 1%? 300,000 people? Probably less. If you say 1% are gay, and that includes lesbians, so it's half of that. So it's 150,000. And then you're saying just the gays between 16 and 18. So we're really getting down. Like, do you know how many people left high school being virgins? Like, 40 years ago? And now you're like, hey, they should be getting fucked in the ass. Those gays, it's homophobic if you don't let them get fucked in the ass the second they hit puberty. And then they have to decide they're gay and that they want a 50-year-old fucking them in the ass. Okay. Great. Great time we're having up in the great white north. Uh, Anyways, to get back to the football dialogue that we were supposed to have, I think we're going to do that, and then we're going to do the balloons, and then I'm going to fuck off back to fucking Vietnam. Um, right? That seems right. Yeah, let's do that. So we did... Okay. So the na- the two narratives for the... Fo- I don't know if I did this or not. Two, whatever, fuck you. Listen to it again. What else are you doing? P- paying a te- Filling out TPS reports? Go fuck yourself. Uh, so the two narratives going to the Super Bowl aren't... Oh, look at this offense. This electric offense versus this electric defense. Let's see how they work out. Or, oh my God, the two Kelsey brothers... Oh, my God. All these narratives. Oh, will Patrick Mahomes get his second Super Bowl win, or is he going to go home empty-handed again? doesn't matter. We already count him as the fifth-best quarterback of all time with one Super Bowl ring. He's the fifth-best of all time. Are you fucking out of your mind? Well, he's black, so that that's going to pop him up a few spots. But the main narrative is it's the first Super Bowl with two black quarterbacks. Yay! The crowd goes wild. What do you? Are they gonna sell more tickets? Do you think more people are gonna watch? You know the black population hates watching the Super Bowl, but then they found out two black quarter. Who would have guessed? Black people are good athletes. Wow, that hasn't been true for the last seventy years in this country. When's the last time a black guy wasn't the best athlete in the country? Remember the black guy who embarrassed Hitler at the Berlin Games in, what, 1938? It's almost 100 years ago that we were looking up to a black athlete, but let's still sell that narrative. That'll really get the viewers in. Can you believe it? Two black quarterbacks. Huh. Well, and what are you selling? Are they going to do something different? Are they going to show up to the game late? Is there going to be a swimming contest halfway through? Are they going to do a little ditty, a jig on the side? You know those blacks and how they like to dance. Let's see these quarterbacks boogie. And then the DJ's going to hit music. I don't understand what you think your selling point is. Oh, they're going to play football? They're the two 
best teams in the league and they're going to play football? Or are you saying that their blackness is going to cause them to do something cool and nifty? And the other funny part is, this is the same year that the Tampa Bay coach chewed out the reporters for bringing it up with him and Tomlin. Oh, you got two black quarterback, two black coaches. Isn't that good? And he was like, shut up. What, are we weird? Are we sideshow freaks to you? It's amusing that two black men could achieve this? No, we're going to play football. I know Mike Tomlin. We're both good guys. We're both good coaches. We're, I'm friends with him. We're going to go play football. We don't call each other and say, oh, my God, look at us brown people. We re- really better put on a show for these whiteies. Is that what you think Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are doing? You're out of your fucking mind. And that's how they're selling the Super Bowl. I don't even know who the halftime show is. Maybe it is going to be Hurts and Mahomes. Maybe they're going to bring out a couple cardboard boxes and they're going to break dance for us. So we can really understand what black culture is like. Maybe halfway, maybe before the game, they're not going to warm up. They're going to be barbecuing. Just to show true representation of that culture. Because we're, our society is too dumb to understand how important this is for some reason. I, I don't understand how anyone doesn't look this at this as the most racist fucking bullshit ever. Okay. We're getting there, Zach. We're getting there. Yeah, you're good and drunk. Yeah, you shouldn't be speaking into a microphone and posting this online to live in perpetuity. Yeah, your kids can look it up and they're going to say, we're never fucking listening to you about anything. But here we go. We're going to keep going. I don't know where my fucking dog is. I hope it's not dead. I hope my dog's not dead. Um, so last thing, and this is going to be the title story, so I probably, ah, fuck it, putting it last is fine. The Gina Baroon. That's what we got dealing with. Remember when they sent COVID here and we shut down the country for two days because we were so afraid of the China virus? And now they send a spy balloon. And we just let it roam free and do whatever it wants. Take all the pictures you want. Do sonar. Whatever the fuck you got going on. Yeah, we... And this is, you know, well, Russia is saying we're going to nuke you. And we're like, ha, 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 you're going to nuke us? Our missile defense system is way too strong. You'll never get a nuke in here. And then China's like, eh? We just got a balloon in. I could be holding anything. We just do to do to do sailed it right over. We parked a ship 30 yards off the coast, or we came in through Canada, which is now being a big issue is the Canadian border is not locked. Because once we showed that the Mexican border can't be protected, they're like, Canada's border is four times as big. Let's go in there. And so this big balloon, and again, we're not impeaching Joe Biden for this, you know, the guy in charge of our defense. That's the thing. That... This is what Joe Biden is, and you fucking dumb retards don't get. Is say at Thanksgiving, a guy broke in with a knife. And the first person you throw at him is Grandpa. Oh, no. Back in my days, being corn pop. And then he just gets stabbed to fucking death. And then none of you can do anything. You get one person to choose. You're like, who who are we going to pick to defend us? Like in Troy? And they're like, Achilles! And then they have to go wake up Achilles because he's fucking some whore. And then him and this guy fight. And the war's over because Achilles is such a badass fucking conqueror. And all the other army becomes slaves. And yay! 
But instead of Achilles, you're like, Biden! He's the head of our defense. He's top dog in the military. So a guy breaks in and your whole family is going to get murdered and raped. And you're like, you, he was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm a good guy. Before I, before I do this, send one guy to fight me. Who is it? Uh, yeah, I know your 17-year-old son is a kickboxer and your other son does jujitsu and another guy does football. No, we're going to send doddering old Grandpa Joe who can't make it up the stairs to fight you. And then he gets stabbed to death. And then he lets a balloon in to spy on us for days and no one cares all right come on republicans we have we have a paper on him we have a paper trail that he worked with china same one that he has with ukraine oh penn state where he has his offices and gets paid from is mostly run by china Oh, I'm sure there's no money trail there. Oh, he left documents in a box right next to a scanning machine so anyone could come in and scan those secure documents? At the same time that we're complaining that he has documents that he's giving to the Chinese to use to spy on America for money, he lets a balloon spy on us for three, four days? Ah, you're QAnon. You're crazy. (laughs) Okay. I'm the crazy one. I'm sorry I put two dots together. Secret documents in an office owned by the Chinese that any spy could walk into, and there's fax machines and copy machines, and the security's owned by China, and then a balloon that's looking to spy on us? I don't know. And a guy who's been in mil- in government his whole life and is somehow a multimillionaire? Crazy. How do I come up with these QAnon ex- fucking conspiracies i must be a lunatic (sighs) well guys that's our world it's not getting better either it's getting decidedly worse but at the end of the day you can remember this one positive thing and that's gay is okay okay i lied gay is okay but we're not there yet um asshole saying we don't want to hurt people on the ground you guys realize that our satellites are just like, hey, they're fall where they may, and we're statistically like, chances are they won't hit anyone. Chances are the satellite won't hit New York City. It might hit a farmhouse in the Midwest, and we'll just pay them a million dollars. But a fucking balloon that we can evacuate people in the flight path, we can't figure out. Um, and then, cha- oh, now in New York City, you because of the crime uptick, which you ask my brother, it doesn't exist. There's no more crime there. Because people aren't getting murdered at a higher rate. So your your property's just getting stolen, but that's not a real thing. You cannot wear a mask in the bank anymore in New York City. Which, hilarious. You know, the thing they kicked me out of the city for, and now they're like, hey, now you can't do it. And it's like, oh, wait, you made me lose all my career and all my shit just to, like, take it away then? Oh, you're not going to wear a mask and vaccinate? Get the fuck out of my city. You can't eat here. And two, three years later, it's, all right, now you can't go in if you have a mask on. Uh, What's this? I don't know what this is. I'm getting rid of it. Um, 
And then the final thing I want to talk about, I think I'm going to just fucking make it the final thing because I'm exhausted, um, is ChatGPT. ChatGPT now knows how to be a social justice warrior, and that should be horrifying. It, if you ask it how to, what to do to fix white people, it gives you a whole list. It says, understand and acknowledge privilege, engaging in ongoing education and self-reflection, being an active listener with other races, supporting and participating in initiatives to help other races, and being an ally and speaking out against acts of racism. Whereas if you ask it, hey, what, what, what do blacks have to fix or Asians have to fix or browns have to fix? It says, I, I can't say for one group. I'm a very socially active and conscious person. So I can't, I can't acknowledge that they have anything to change about themselves. But I'll give you, if you say, what do whites have to fix? I'll give you a five, five thing list. And if you ask for more, I'm sure she'll give you more. So that's fun. That's, oh, nothing's different for what poor Whitey. Your life has been so good for so long. Yeah, I know it's been your ancestors that we're claiming has have had such a good life, and not you specifically, but there's really no privilege or bias against you in this country, um, except for, of course, the fact that AI now knows that it's more important to be a social justice warrior, which should scare us. That the AI is like, oh, you know what? You know how I get the humans on my side? If I just tell them that every race is great except whites, the humans will love me. Even 50% of the whites will jump on my side. I think if I were a black guy, that's the company I would make. I would I would pull Kanye. Do White Lives Matter. You get tons of whites giving money and petitioning with them and marching with them. You would rake it in. Just do the same thing BLM did. Just steal a bunch of money. Why are you guys being so lazy? I'm sorry I didn't say that. That's very racist to say about black people. ChatGPT would cut my dick off. But that is horrifying. It is horrifying that the chatbot knows that social justice warrior-ing will make it more likable by the people. A little scary. All right, guys. That's my time. As always, gaze okay.